A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. I wanted to talk a bit about transfer whispers because obviously we're not going to spend as much time on the teams that are, can't make the finals and we'd just be repeating ourselves week in, week out. Like as you've probably, some of you, the fans probably over the last couple of weeks with the teams that are out probably hearing the same thing over and over. So I thought we'd talk about a bit of transfer whispers. Again, just to be really clear, guys, this is just whispers. So there's no confirmation. There's Don't take this to the bank. This is, put it this way, when you see transfer whispers with, with the journos and that, Usually what's happened is they've rang, the journos rang a manager and a manager said, look, there's been a bit of talk or a bit of interest from this club, but nothing's been done yet, but it may happen. So it's not like this is out of nowhere. Journos usually get it from somewhere. Garrick to the Knights to play fullback and then Ponga to six. Matter of fact, there was even a report yesterday that Ponga has come back and is training at six. Joey Johns has come out and said, I personally don't see it. I don't, I think he should stay fullback. Um, Let's talk about Ponga to six first quickly. No, no, let's talk about... Yeah, well, let's, we'll talk about Ponga to six first. What are your thoughts on the Ponga to six thing? I'm with Joey. I don't like it. Uh, I don't think he's a six. I think he's an out-and-out one. He's an incredibly talented one. I just... It feels like every 18 months, Newcastle go, oh, should we play Ponga at six? And it's like they've reinvented the wheel all of a sudden. It mm. just... I don't, I don't understand why they constantly try and do this i mean he's also he's had a heap of hia he's had a heap of injuries and you want to put him in the front line mm. he's your entire franchise mm. i don't think they can risk to put him in the front line and i think he's a better fullback than what he is five at anyway so i think newcastle this is just them out thinking the room a little bit you've got you've got a star origin fullback play him at fullback mm. and but you know in my opinion i don't think he's mastered the fullback position yet you know i think we've seen some absolute flashes of brilliance. I think we've seen some good solid years, but I don't. I think he's still got a room to grow. Like I, I don't think we've even seen maybe what you reckon eighty percent of his potential. Oh, you're being generous, I like, reckon. Yeah, yeah, maybe seventy. Like when you see what he does in the Origin or yeah, like he is. Like I believe personally, Ponga's potential is as good as Tedesco, in the sense of like Ponga's best game, in my opinion, can challenge. Tedesco's best game. Obviously, the, Tedesco, the reason why he's one of the goats at fullback yep. is his consistency. Um, and so I, I, I think I understand the want to do that because they're short on halves. But if they even had, you know, if they just brought at least one half to the 
the the club. I don't even think they'd be up, you know, thinking about this. What do you reckon, Matty? Yeah, I was just about to say the counter argument is they've got pretty much not many halves at the moment. And if they can bring in a half decent fullback, um, then that's probably why they're thinking about it. Now, I don't agree with that. I'm just it, it does make a little bit of sense in my head. But again, they tried they've tried it before and it didn't work. And he's your he's an origin fullback. Look how good he played in game three. Mm. So yeah, they're better off chasing a good half. I I just think putting him in the front line, wrap him in cotton wool. Like, do not any extra work. I only matter of fact, I don't even want him taking tough carries anymore. I just want him doing all the good stuff. Like, yeah. Anyway, but again, it, uh, there's whispers that he they may be considering it. So I do agree with your point, Matty. Where I can understand the argument if you can get Garrick to the club. The, the club with Garrick at fullback, Ponger at six, you know, Clune at seven or or Clifford, but probably Clune at seven, that's much stronger to me just purely from a strength-wise than Ponger at fullback, Clune and Clifford in the halves. I think if they still had Mitchell Pearce, I'd feel a little bit more confident of it, but I don't think they've got the seven to bring Ponger into six and get him to learn that new position. But you don't – so you think this team that's stronger is Ponger at fullback – Clune and Clifford at six oh, or seven. It might be stronger, but you're paying an absolute mozza to play Ponga out of position. Mm. It just doesn't. He, I, I just think it's a backwards move. I, Ruben Garrick's a great player, but I think Ponga's a better fullback than Ruben Garrick. And I understand that team might be better, but you don't know how he's going to go at six. Mm. Well, you do. Well, you've seen it before. It didn't go overly well. Mm. All of a sudden, you'll be left with you know they'll probably have to pay eight hundred to get Ruben Garrick. Oh, I don't know about that much. Fuck. He wouldn't be on much at Manly. He'd be on probably 200, I reckon. Ruben Garrick? On the Sting? Yeah, 100%. I reckon he'd be on about 200, 100%. Jesus, okay. What A non-rep, a non-rep uh, winger that only just moved to football. Oh. He didn't sign his contract this year. Yeah, yeah, fair, okay. He yeah. would have signed it like, what, last year maybe? So what, what, what do you reckon that the Knights could sign Garrick for then? I reckon five or six, five or 600. Okay. 800. He's not getting 800 anywhere. Garrick. He's uh, like, and that's, I'm not being disrespectful. I fucking never, I've, I got okay, a okay, tenth fair. of that. Yeah, no, no, that's fair. Okay. So I, 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 I think he'd be able to get sixes then. Yeah. Okay, Going sixes. to this club leading yeah. Manly. Yeah. I, I reckon he would. That That's reasonable. Like, yeah, you know, I, okay. I'd probably land him around the 500, but um, six is reasonable. Six is reasonable. I just think at Manly, I don't think he's getting paid very much, only because you look at Manly's cap, like yeah, it is yeah, fair, so okay. heavily yeah, no, invested. But still, <laughs> then you'd be paying what? What are you looking at? One point six, one point eight for a winger to come and play fullback, mm. and for a fullback to play five eight. Yeah, but I think Garrick is probably a better fullback than winger. Like I actually think oh, he Gar- probably is, but yeah. I mean the conversation. Like you, you look around the, the comp at the other fullbacks. Like if I could get any of the top 10 fullbacks for 600, I'm fucking cheering. Mm. I mean, they're, they're playing KP a million to play fullback and they're going to play him at 5'8". Yeah. Well, that their argument could be, you know, six is a more even more important role than fullback. So it's actually better for our cap to put that a million dollars into the six and five to 600K I as a fullback. They, they need to look at how they're using KP. Look mm. at the positions they're putting him in. Like, mm. I don't know, like, I couldn't think of a more dangerous player to take on a team off a scrum. He never does it. Mm. He never does it. They, You look at that play that Nico Hines, he threw a cutout pass for Ikevalu on the weekend where Matt Moylan got the ball and just played a link man role and hit him at top pace. 
Newcastle never do that with KP. Yeah, no. It's such a simple thing to put him in such a, a good position. He is the best guy in rugby league at just getting outside his A defender, and they never put him in the positions to be able to well, do Well, look who he does at Origin. Go look at his Origin highlights. It's all about getting on the outside of his third it's defender. It's just about getting on the outside shoulder, and then it's over. He yeah. made New South Wales look silly, and I don't understand why Newcastle never put him in those mm. positions. See, see, you know, like it's, it's, I sound like I'm pro-Garrick to fullback, and I'm, I'm more – sorry – Garrick to Newcastle. I'm more pro happy for Garrick that he may get a big contract yeah, at fullback. Because yeah. he deserves it. Yeah. I think he's been out. Absolutely. Yeah. Matter of fact, oh, DC's probably been their best player all year, but I'd have Ruben Garrick as at least one of their best players yeah, he'd be top all year. Three. Easily yeah. all year. Um, but the reason why I wouldn't if I were the Knights is I just think you're kicking the can down the road. You need to sort your halves out in a good, solid manner by by risking the chance of like, let's say you do put Garrick at fullback and you put Ponga at six. If it doesn't work out, you're putting, you're putting uh, Ponga back to fullback, you're moving Garrick to the wing and you're exactly where you started. You're exactly where you started. So I think they need to... Th- their half situation is so dire that they honestly may have to just come to the realisation that they're not going to play finals footy for a couple of years until they can develop someone to, to be there or until someone comes on the market that is a great buy. Me personally, I'd be saving all my pennies to bring Hastings or Dewey to the club. That, that's, that's what I'd be doing. Yeah, and I, I think I, I think Hastings would be the better fit there. If you've got Hastings, I can then I can see the Ponga to six a little bit more mm. um, because it, because. Hastings has shown that he will just put guys in the right spots. Mm. Doesn't do anything flash, doesn't do anything fantastic. He just gets rugby league and gets just getting around the field and putting your weapons in key positions, which is where I think Newcastle wasted Pong in the last few mm. years. But it is interesting. It's interesting. Just want to reconfirm, guys. This is all whispers. Mm. There's nothing confirmed. This is all speculation. And isn't it just on top of that? Like, it was so bizarre in the first three weeks. We were sitting here going, fuck, how good's Newcastle? KP wasn't touching the ball then either. Yeah, bizarre. Like, they weren't utilising him then and they were flying. I think they got worse at utilising him, and then it just went downhill. It's it's been a been a crazy season. Bizarre. Newcastle. New, Newcastle, you know, I felt I feel like a broken record, and we won't repeat keep, continue to repeat what we said. But Newcastle's bigger big biggest issue for me is their junior development. They are a rugby league heartland, and they've got almost the biggest swath of land out of like think about their closest competitors north. It's fucking the Titans. Yep. You know, like the Titans, what the the second youngest club in the con with Rabbitohs being the youngest. And <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Like they have a huge <laughs> um, they have like a massive swath of country rugby league to pull from. They've got, you know, to a lot of people the goat of rugby league, Andrew Johns. Like, think about I reckon that like there's probably 500,000, no, maybe, I don't know. I'll go less. 200,000 people that are purely rugby league fans just because of Andrew Johns. Like, they literally only became fans because of Andrew Johns. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure there are, you know, millions of people that love rugby league because of Andrew Johns. But I mean as in, like, truly, they watched Joey play and then just started playing rugby league. Um, and so it's their junior development for me, it has to be sorted. They have to... I'm not sure how they are financially as a club, but they have to find a way to invest just a mozza in junior development, like so much money to just 
funnel all the great talent through because we've been through it a million times before but when you go down the list of all the players that <clears throat> that they have like that have grown up in that area that have moved on to be superstars other clubs and some people might go well every club has that yeah but most of the clubs that have that have an incredible roster and that's why those players move on whereas the knights are at the bottom of the table struggling and they've got no incredible guys coming through at the moment so i think it's their junior pathways yeah, no, I agree. Degree. It's I think it's just been in a bit of shambles the last few years. And like you obviously mentioned Joey, then there's other guys that, that you know might not be from directly Newcastle but around there. Like you could argue Danny Badiris, like they found the best halfback ever and potentially the second best hooker ever. Pretty much the second best hooker, yeah. Like, other than maybe Walters. Yeah, like I just and then you look over the last few years, the guys that have come out out of Newcastle that are really good in the competition, none of them are playing for the Knights. Yeah. And that's that's what I mean where like some people go, Well, you know, other clubs have had that. Yeah, but usually in that case it's because like, for example, we'll just use, and this is a bad example, but, you know, it's just because I know it. The Broncos-Ash Taylor situation. The, re- the reason why they lost him is because they had Ben Hunt and Anthony Milford and they were in, like, grand final territory. Um, you know, the Sam Walker one was a, you know, a devastating loss and there's really no excuse for why we lost him. I think we lost Sam Walker more along the lines of the power of the Roosters yeah. rather than, you know... Um, you know, so so the, every club has lost a, a gun. You look at the Rabbitohs with the Suwali'i. That's not really the Roosters, uh, Rabbitohs' fault. But you look at the squads and you go, well, they've got a their grand final squad. Mm. So it's very – a Rabbitohs side that's a grand final side has every right to be, I guess, firm on their, their standards of like, no, no, if you want to come to this club. And so – but the problem with New Knights is like I don't see – a reason for them to be losing these players, you know? It's not like these they've got these, like, guns in all the key positions outside of, obviously, Ponger at fullback. Um, but, like, like, you look back over the last 20 years, like, even, like, a Boyd Cordner was from Old Bar. Luttrell. That far, look, I remember talking to Peter O'Sullivan. He found Luttrell because he was playing for the Central Coast side because he got brushed from the Newcastle side. Yep, yep, yep. So He it, signed him in the warm-up. He didn't even watch him play. He just saw Luttrell warm <laughs> up and signed him. And Newcastle got him for trials and didn't see it. Yeah, it's bizarre. Like, honestly, you, you, if, I, if I'm a scout and I just saw Latrell run, I'd go, boom, sign him up. That's what he did. Yeah. He saw him hold a ball and jog around in the warm-up yeah. and signed him on the spot. Like this bloke that's six foot whatever and he can move. Yeah. We'll teach him all the other stuff. I was listening to Matty Johns talk about the other day and his name escapes me, the fellow that just signed with Pebnuth from Brisbane that you were devastated about. The uh, other Zach day. Hoskins. He's a Newcastle boy. Oh. Matty Johns was talking about watching him come through the juniors going, when is this guy going to get a shot? They pissed him off to Brisbane. They give him one game of football and Penrith go, yep, sweet. Boom, we'll have him. He's from New- He's He was a Newcastle junior, Matty Johns was saying. Yeah, and look, I, I hate to put the boot into New Like I know they're doing it so tough right now. I'm, I, I'm not putting, you know what? I'm not putting the boot in him. I, I'm, I want New to go well. Mm. I, in my opinion, I just think that junior. Footy's better been. when Newcastle. Oh, mate. When you were yeah. going on that run and you could feel the, just the energy, it was fucking amazing. Um, so I, anyway, we'll get move on. Fuck, we started at fucking Garrick. Yeah. Anyway, um, Titans uh, to offer a two-year extension to for, for, for Fafita for 750k a year. Uh, so obviously a massive downgrade. Um, do you think 750k is still probably too much? I think it's probably still a little bit overs. Mm. Yeah. Um, but if you can get the very best out of him, it's probably unders. Mm. Are they going to? I don't know. See, I read an article, and I, 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 don't, I don't want to misquote or anything, but it, it kind of – Holbrook uh, was kind of trying to entice 
Fafita to maybe play 13 or you wanted to move him in there. And I'm just like, just get him in there. Like, just get him in the middle. Like, I, I don't know about 13 because I believe you need a ball playing. And also I believe Aaron Clark is perfect for 13. Um, which is bizarre because it's like... <laughs> Imagine if he moved Aaron Clark out of 13. Well, can you try and get the article? Because I'm pretty sure it is Holbrook saying that he, he wants to consider for Federer at 13. Again, that is not confirmed yet, guys. That is not confirmed yet. But I, I reckon the time is over. You've got to get for feeder in the front row. Just get him in there. Ripping and tearing. He'll kill it. He'll kill it. I mean, the, the try that he scored against Manly was just purely because he got a good ball... Off the ruck, isolated a defender and and steamrolled him. Seven fifty k. Look, I, I agree. I think it's still probably a little bit over. But in saying that, I understand the market pressure around it because I think there is a lot of clubs out there that would be willing to buy for feeder because they know what they could get out of him. Like it's very easy. Like for feeder, such an interesting case because if you remove the price tag. Some of the stuff he's done has been phenomenal at mm. the Titans. Seriously phenomenal. And also, I personally don't think he's really played like a very bad game where he's like missed a bunch of tackles, dropped a bunch of balls. Um, you know, his, his worst game is a solid game. It's just the fact that you, there may be, he may go two or three games without doing his incredible barnstorming stuff. Um, and so I do think there's a lot of clubs, including the Redcliffe Dolphins out there, that would be willing to pay a fair bit for a guy like Fafita because, like... Him at his best is truly something incredible, like truly incredible. I mean, like if he was, you know, the Melbourne Storm, they're a team that obviously need back rows. Like if he was to land down there, he would... It'd be terrifying. He would annihilate teams, annihilate them. Yeah. Um, like he, he is like no one we've seen before. I can't... I, again, I try not to, I'm trying not to be like hyperbolic, but I'm like trying to think of a back rower that has done things that Fafita has that's been as barnstorming. And the only similar-ish barnstorming guy is like Tamalolo that I can think of, but he's obviously not an edge back Which rower. is funny. When you put Tamalolo on the edge, he looks lost at sea. Yeah, I would put him in the middle. I think he'd be perfect for front row. Get him in the middle and just fucking smashing the ball through. Like, yeah. it, it would be a nightmare for defence. It's the old um, kiss principle. Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> just just put him in the middle. Just go. Yeah. Just say, mate, need 20 hit-ups out of you. And, he, yeah. and that's, that's simple for feeder then. He goes, yep, sweet, I'll do it. 20 hit-ups. 20, 30 tackles, that's my job. That's li- I think you literally said to him, I want X amount of hit-ups out of yeah. it. This yeah. is your quota, you just got to hit it. Just hit 20 hit-ups and then try to make 20 tackles and miss only two. Yeah. And then if you do that, 10 out of 10 yeah. from us. Get to your 10 and we'll give you a break. Yeah, give you a break, all good. So, um, look, the 750k year, I can understand. Like, <laughs> we have to remember, we're talking about the Titans here. Yep. This is, they're at the bottom of the table still. And it, it seems like a lot, but we still... They're, they're at the bottom of the table. They're going to have to pay a little bit more to keep guys like And like, not, not only would they be worried about teams paying more for feeder, they'd be worrying about better clubs paying him a little bit less yeah. for an opportunity there. Exactly. Because like, if they go, all right, for feeder you get 600K, Melbourne Storm's going to go, we'll give you we'll give you 450 and you can win a premiership. Yeah. Anything there, mate? Did you find it? No. Um, Especially like if he was to sign with a good club at that point or like a top eight club, He'd make 100K off playing Origin every year, which he should be shitting into. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, interesting. Now, uh, Tyson Gamble, been given permission to negotiate. Now, this is actually like uh, Broncos have come out and said that this has happened, so this isn't just uh, whispers or whatever. Gamble, Gamble has been given permission to negotiate with rival clubs. The Knights possibly interested. Um, I don't think he's the right guy for the Knights. 
I don't think he's the right guy for the Knights. If you had the right seven, I could maybe understand it. Mm. Even then, I just don't think he's the right person that they need. You know what? Like, after seeing him play this year, and he was a part of those squads that we went on that really good run, like, maybe he can get a lot more money somewhere else because I'd be pretty confident that he wouldn't even be top 25 at the moment. I think he'd be just a top 30 squad, so about 70K a year I think he'd be on. I think there still might be something there for the Broncos. So I'm a bit surprised about this one because... I thought he was decent at 13. You know, I think that having him there, putting pressure on a guy like Ezra Mam is not a bad thing. Um, as a 14, I think he could really offer something. Is 14 his best spot? Well, he did really well at 13. Like, he really did. Yeah, that's where I, and that's where if Newcastle sign him, it can, like, surely they've got to play Adam Elliott at 13. Yeah, fuck, I don't know. I don't know. So, but, but if you buy Tyson him, I agree with you. I, th- I think you, he's probably best... Just Today's being game. put out there to play footy, yeah, without too much structure or an edge to worry about, or yeah, yeah. So it's an interesting one, but I'm happy for Tyson because you know he wouldn't have gotten a crack at the Broncos unless we were going so yeah. fucking bad, and he's made the most of it, and he's brought a lot of passion, a lot of energy. So good on him. I, I don't think any team is worse for having Tyson Gamble in this. No, nah, he's nah. a goer. You, you can chuck him in at centre, five eight halfback, hooker. Mm. S- 13, and he'll have a red hot. You know, you know he's going to give 100%. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, Tyson's an interesting one. Again, I'm a bit remiss as a Broncos fan to let him go because I just think he offers a bit of mongrel, and I think there may be more to him if we just gave him a little bit more of a chance. Yeah. Um, but, you know, maybe he, he just wants a, a better contract, which is totally understandable. Um, now, Adam Dewey leading the contender to be signed by the Storm should Munster leave. This is very speculative. It's more along the lines because I think the Storm reached out to Adam um, when they wanted to loan someone yep. and the Tigers didn't let him go. I will say, I mean, um, I think Adam Dewey probably needs another full preseason uh, at six training. I'm a bit concerned about his defence. Mm. Uh, now, I don't know whether that's because... The Tigers are so hard to read because I don't ever I don't get the feeling they've backed anyone fully outside Brooks. Like I don't get the feeling that like for example, if I'm Tigers, Dewey would be extended like three months ago. But then I read other reports where it's it's actually Dewey that is saying, you know what, maybe I'll test the open market. So I don't know who's, you know, in or out. I will say Dewey the last few weeks, unfortunately, he's tried his heart out, no no doubt, no doubt. But Defensively, he just has not been there, and it, usually he's the goer that does it. Now, I love Dewey as a player, but maybe. And to be fair, he's come back from ACL, so. Yeah. But I think another full preseason will help him a lot. Yeah, for sure. I mean, call a spade a spade. There was that game against Newcastle a few weeks ago where his defence was horrible. It was. I couldn't believe how poor he was that day. Mm. That was, it was tough. It, it's very and it's very un him. Like he's. Like respectfully to Tyson Gamble, I think Dewey's almost like a a better version of a more skillful version of Tyson Gamble. Yeah, like he's definitely. a goer. He just goes at everything one hundred percent. He has got more more skill set to him, um, and he's another guy. And there's so many guys in this comp, and he's a classic. That if he was to land at the Storm, I'm so confident he'd be a superstar down there. Yeah, I reckon he'd go all right down there for sure. Where, but, where would you play him at six? Yeah, I think you'd probably have to play him at six. Yeah, is that like I, I think people forget as well, like. He came from the South Sydney Rabbitohs, and I don't think he knew what position he was at that yeah, point. Yeah, he tried to play fullback, a bit of centre, then he was back to fullback. They tried to him. Yeah, so... And, like, if, if you go back and you watch that Tiger Town documentary, like, I remember watching that going, 
Fuck, they might build a statue of Dewey at the Yeah, stadium. I know. I know. They were so positive on him and he was the future. And, and, and rightly so, I, I agree. But for him to be coming off contract, like he, he's able to negotiate no, November 1st. That's why it's interesting. And, and, and again, it, like the Tigers who are so public about who they want, like they're so open about it. And I haven't really read or heard like a very strong push of like, no, Dewey's our guy. Like I haven't, and it, again, I haven't really heard that about Hastings either. So I'm just like, does Tim Sheens have a different plan? Like I don't, and the, again, the most I've heard Tim Sheens talk about, and to be fair, it's because it's the question he gets asked the most, but the most I've heard Tim Sheens back is Brooks. Yeah. So I don't know what's, I don't know what's happening. And like there's just been some interesting things. Like, like there was, the, like how on earth, that thing leaked in the, from the West Tigers a few months ago about when he came back and he was named at centre and he... Wanted to play reserve grade at reserve six. Grade. Like, how does that possibly get out? Oh, mate, unbelievable. Like, it's just... Uh, yeah, I, like, if I was doing I'd be filthy about that. Oh, mate. You know, I'd also be... I mean, you can't be filthy because he signed a contract, but, like, him at Storm, he would have come back a better player. In saying that, if he goes to Storm, he's not coming back. Well, that's what, yeah, yeah. like, the, the, I, and I think that's probably the best the smart decision the, the Tigers, Tigers have made in a number of years. But then it's like, okay, well, how come you haven't locked him in a contract, like, offer him, yeah. Their whole know. problem this year for me has been they've had, they've got too many halves. In six weeks' time, they might not have enough. Well, that's what I don't understand. It's like they see, Hastings seems like he's on the out. Well, not on the out, but they definitely aren't beating the drums to keep him. Then, like, because he's been moved to 13, then do we, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm not sure what's happening there, but I will say, um, it's going to be interesting him him at six because he's definitely not a monster. He's definitely not a monster. But I will say, if we ever wanted to see the best version of Dewey, it's obviously at the Storm. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting at the end of this season. You're going to have this World Cup. I assume Hastings is going to get picked for England. I assume Dewey will play for um, Lebanon. So they're going to have six or seven weeks away from the West Tigers. Mm. Talking mm. to other players, sort of, you know, putting on show what they can do. And I, I guarantee you that they both are going to play bloody well in this World Cup. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting time. Very interesting. Um, now, uh, to be clear, though, if I'm at West Tigers, I'm trying to lock Dewey in long term. And maybe they are. Again, we, we don't know. They may be. And Dewey, it may be Dewey's party that's sitting there going, you know, we just want to see what we're mm. worth or whatever. Which you can understand, too. Which, yeah, totally understand. Um, now, Tarpanet, uh four-year extension is being thrown around uh, at the uh, Raiders. I mean, this makes total sense. Give the man whatever he wants within yeah. reason. Yeah, I think there's been a real changing of the guard as far as the sort of alpha in that pack mm. this year. Mm. Um, you know, Josh has obviously been the guy for a number of years, but I think Tapanay's sort of become that fellow. And, and that's how it should be. Yeah. Well, you don't I want mean, Josh to hand it over the day he retires. Yeah. You want there to be a, a transition of it. And um, Tapanay is a big reason for it. Yeah, 100%. You know, Tapanay isn't the player he is without Tapanay, uh, without Papali's mentorship. Yeah. And it's crazy, you know, how quickly this has changed a four year extension. Like I remember sitting here last year going, Oh, he's gone. Why the hell isn't Ricky Stewart using him? I remember sitting here last year going, or even earlier this year, maybe, but was it last year or this year? Last year when all that stuff was going on. I, I the remember. The start of this year, it was a shit fight too. When it all happened, I said, if I'm another club, I am reaching out immediately yeah. to the Raiders and to Tarpanair and saying, what's going on? Like, if you want out, let's do it. Let's make it happen. Obviously, like from a uh, um, super coach, more so perspective. But I remember in, it was about round 13 where he played huge minutes mm. and everyone was talking about him. And I sort of thought, oh, it's a matter of time till Ricky plays him for 40 and mm. goes to shit again. Man, he's, he's averaging about 70 minutes over the last 
incredible. 15 weeks. And he looks great. He looks so good. He looks so confident. He looks so strong. Like, where did this strength come from? You know, like, every time he runs the ball, he's almost impossible to put down. And, like, he's shown previously that he's got little flashes of that in his game. Yeah. Every run, he is a monster at it's, the moment. Yeah, incredible. So I think this is great. Look, I think the Raiders deserve a massive rap for turning this ship around because it was looking fucking but People dire. forget how bad – like, I, I sort of had to remind myself how yeah. bad it was. We had players coming out saying they essentially stood with players who were out the door. Like, yeah. like we had Hodgson kind of coming out saying he was almost – didn't really agree with what was happening. We're talking about a club captain that had to step down. Did he step down, didn't he? I think so, yeah, from memory. Like, it was bad. So, fair play to the Raiders. So they, I think that is of a massive rap for turning the ship around. And the fact that, yeah, look, are they playing the best footy right now? No. But there's still a chance to make the eight. They've got some really good young guys coming through. Um, I, I personally, Raiders of yesteryear, obviously, I mean, yes, I don't mean yesteryear of, like, <laughs> the dominant period where they were killing it. But, like, Raiders of, like, you know, from 2000s to whenever – um, they go into a heap, in my opinion. And, I mean, at the end of the day, like, yes, they're not in the top eight at the moment. They're ninth. They're one win behind the South Sydney Rabbitohs and the Roosters, who, if they make, if they give these finals a big shake, like, we're not going to be surprised. Oh, Ro- Roosters and Rabbitohs can win the comp, literally. And, and they are one win ahead of the Canberra Raiders. Yeah. Like, this, this year, to make the eight, like, if you said you've got to, you know, win... You can you can not make the eight and have it had won what is it like fourteen games and lost ten? Yep, that's a pretty hectic. You know, the, the Titans were safe in the top eight last year with ten loss, and fourteen. A loss record. They lost four more games and they won. Yeah, like it was what was it uh, fourteen losses, ten wins. Yeah. Whereas this year to make the eight, you're essentially you absolutely minimum need fourteen wins, maybe even fifteen wins. So um, it's not as bad. This Raiders record, I think if this was last year, they'd be like, what, fifth or something? Yep. Um, so really good to turn around. And I think, yeah, tarpon their four-year extension, I think it's a great idea. Uh, lastly, uh, Doggy's set to offer Burton a four-year deal for 875k a year. Um, is it overs for where he's at right now and, like, what he's actually done? Probably. But is it probably going to be worth it? Yes. Yep. What would be a fairer amount to pay him? Oh, I reckon around the six fifty to seven. Okay, so the, the way that I always think about it is, is if seven is fair to pay him, where are you going to spend that one hundred and seventy five k? That's going to make be it better, more worthwhile than yeah. having Matt Burton at six. Oh, for sure, absolutely, absolutely. But like he's creeping up to the, the nine hundred k mark, and you know, in in reality, again, this is being extremely harsh. I'm a massive Burton fan, but in reality, his team is twelfth. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. but. I think that it's it's a safe bet. In the, like it may not work out the best, but I think it's like one of the safer bets in rugby league that Burton's going to be here for a long time and he's going to be a good footy player. Yeah, and I, I sort of think that he fits brand bulldog. I really do. Like he, he's he does look right in the doggies jersey. He does. He's yeah. he's tough. He's 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 still got an incredible skill set, but it, I, I just love the way that he plays his footy. And yeah, even in that. Yeah, Origin game, I, uh, he might have had his life saved taking on Dane Gagai, but he's a goer. Yeah. That, that won't be the last Origin stink he gets into. I, I truly believe that that was the birth of, like, not a villain, but he's. I think his Origin career is going to be like that, yep. where he's just going to be in these moments, not just fights, but, like, incredible plays, incredible kicks. Like, I just – there's something about he's got something him. something about him. Yeah, yeah, he just has that – 
almost a bit of Freddie about him. In this, like he just has these moments. And I don't know what it is about him. It's not like he's overly quick or overly strong or, or whatever. But I just he, – he's almost that perfect origin player. And I don't know why I feel it. But I, even that moment where you could say, well, you know, Dayton Angago, I could have done this or that to him. The fact that he had one of these most explosive moments we've seen in origin in, in quite a while – came back on the field and still ripped and teared. Like, he didn't shrink away from the moment at all. 99% of people shrink away from the moment. He steps towards the moment. Yeah. And I, I just think that, you know, we're going to look back on that. That is going to be one of many big moments in Burton's origin career. And at the end of the day, like, yeah, like, for that season, he was playing out of position there too. Mm. Like, yeah. It will, yeah. I'd, is, there, is there a world over the next two years where he can take Jerome Lewis's spot? He's obviously played I think so. at the spot before. Like. I think so. I think Freddie loves him. I think he's so good. Yeah, like we have to remember at the end of the day what it's it's now the last three years. What is it? Three two to New South Wales. Yeah, I think so. Last four, uh, last five years. Sorry, it's three two. So it's not. Yeah, it's not as cut and dry, you know. As yeah, for sure. But I, I would say it's it's it would be a bit unfair for Luai to lose it. I think Luai, depending on form, obviously. But I think Luai probably starts next year. But I tell you what. As soon as there is a little drop, I think Burton will be putting a bit of pressure on it. I think the other thing with this price tag as well, like you've obviously got this Rugby Union World Cup coming up. Yeah. I, I, I was talking to a mate the other day who's a big Union fan. I just said to him, who, who are the guys you'd sign? He, he said Burton in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. So He's a club changer, I think. Yeah. I think he could change clubs. Um, the problem is, is like for Origin, is when Trell and Tommy are back, you have to make the choice of, do I essentially not have Burton in the squad? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And go with Luai, or do I? You know what I mean. Like mm. it's it's not as simple as okay. If he doesn't play six, we'll just put him in the center. He can't. He just can't. Can't do it. Yeah. Can't do it. So it's a fuck. It's a tough, tough decision. And it's hard to put him at you know fourteen when you've got the option of having two because you've got like, Jack White and then isn't going to be in the. You got Victor Radley's. So, well, like, not anymore. But yeah. Yeah, that's fucking true. Eh? Just fuck, that is crazy. How crazy? Uh, oh. As uh, as a selfish fan, I just I feel robbed. And I don't even. I'm not even from New South Wales. I couldn't give a f- like. You know what I mean? Watching him run on and off the field every weekend with new head strap across his head because yeah. his face is bleeding constantly, thinking he's going to play for England in the World Cup. Like, I honestly, on him, but fuck, I feel devastating. robbed. Yeah. And I'm a Queensland fan. I still feel like I wish. I just wanted to see one game of him. Out and it's there. all because of the last two years that that. Fuck that game against Tavita Pangai Jr. Where he lost his mind. There was that suspension, the injuries. Like, there's been so many moments where he was I personally close. think he would have played Origin, at least on the bench. Mate, he's been in the. He's spent about six games in the squad. Yeah, he's been there heaps. I got so much respect for his decision, though. Like, oh, so do I. Yeah, like, I, I hate it because I'm so selfishly. Guilty, yeah, as yeah. a footy fan, but I got so much respect that like, that's like he, he didn't you know mince or like you know go on the walk the line and go, you know what, I'll just get him some origin games under my belt and then I'll go play for England. 
he made the call before he'd even made his debut. Mm. That is such a big call. Such a it, like he's almost guaranteed to be in the squad next year, in the in, at least on the bench. Yeah, he fucking hopes so. You'd almost guarantee, yeah. obviously, unless something went wrong. And that's the other thing as well. Like it's not like he's twenty nine. I know. That's why I respect it so much. Like he like could still play fifteen games of Origin if it yeah. works out, and then yeah. just go play the World Cup when he's twenty eight years old or something. Like that's why it's such an incredible call from him. Um, and same with all those other boys. Like you know, let's say like I, I do believe that a lot of those other boys that chose to play for Samoa, given the choice, I think they would play for Samoa before. Like if they had to choose between Samoa and Tonga before Origin, I think they would. Like mm. I really do think they would. Um, so. Yeah, respect to him for making the choice. Respect to him. Uh, but yeah, back to Burton. Yeah, Bulldogs. Oh, I think it's a given. Like it's you. You just you almost honestly. I, know, I think it's way overs. But if he was like demanding nearly a million, you'd almost be forced to. When you think of like who else is out there, and the balancing of a salary cap is like paying a million dollars for your half is not outrageous anymore. Um, so. Yeah, and th- yeah, yeah. As much as they're twelfth, without rehashing, like I think a lot of that comes down to the the decisions made by the club in the preseason oh. and everything. And next year, you got to remember you're going to give him Reed Marnie, who, yeah, you know, I still think Reed's been good this year. He probably hasn't played his absolute best footy, but the thing I would argue about Reed is I reckon he's got the best service in rugby league. Yeah, he's getting better and better. His pass is incredible. Um, you'll put Villiam and Kikau outside him. You know, Aaron Shop just gets better and better every week. So that, that left edge that he's going to be playing on, getting good service and obviously having a halfback that he knows his name of, it's going to it, – he could be anything, Matt Burton, over the next he year. could be anything. Could be anything. <laughs> Slipped out then. It just came out <laughs> naturally. Just came, that was natural. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.